It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Hello, welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian, Josh James. Uh, as ever, I'm joined by my right-hand man, top producer in the game, the Italian Stallion, a.k.a. Salvatore Bacconi. How you doing, Big Sally? I'm good. Big Sally, new one. Big Sally. Big Sal. Big Sally's good. Big Sally? Not sure yeah. how I feel about that. I was one. actually Googling uh, some other Italian names recently, and I was yeah. actually thinking about changing your name to so, Silvio. Silvio. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, like the consigliere in Sopranos. Like Sopranos, yeah, great character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but what's been happening this week, mate? You been all right? Yeah, all good, all good. Uh, Another week has gone by. Yes. And we're still alive. There we go. We're actually we're recording recording this a couple of weeks in advance. So I might be dead by this point. We probably wouldn't put it out if you. Maybe would you we not? Would. I'll tell you what. I'll give you permission now. If I die from now. Until two weeks' time, when this is going to come out, I give you permission okay. to put the episode out. This can maybe be a little bit of a tribute to my life. A tribute, a tribute to yourself. Yeah, a tribute to in myself. In memoriam. Yeah, Just do my own eulogy. Yeah. What do you think about those people who do their, have like their funeral before they die? You've heard about those? Not heard about them. I mean, so people like some people. Oh, so people come and tell them what they think of them, or? Yeah, yeah. So like basically, they 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 say that uh, they don't want. To live their whole life without knowing how their loved ones actually felt about them. So they do like a mock funeral. Right. Um, and they get everyone to come up and do like a little talk whilst they're sat there. You know. Could backfire. Could, Could backfire. backfire. You know, your fucking missus comes up. Well, actually, I thought he was a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, that could massively backfire. Yeah. You do, you've got to be pretty arrogant to do that. You've got to think, think that you're loved. Yeah. Um, I mean... I do like the sound of it, to be honest. But, yeah. You know, what would you say about me if, like, if, if I died, I'd probably want you to do some sort of speech because, you know, a lot of my friends are illiterate. So um, <laughs> you're probably, you're probably someone that could, <laughs> read. That could, well, but could give a well thought out written piece. Mm. You know, a lot of my mates are tradesmen or they're working some sort of broken sort of thing. And they're, I don't think they're particularly good writers. You it's a know. bit of a generalisation to say that tradesmen and brokers aren't very uh, No, eloquent. I'm not saying they're not intelligent. Listen, some of my mates, like some of my mates that, that work in trades, you know, like one of my mates, he's a plumber, but he's going to property developing. Uh, property developing. He like, like my, and my mate, my mate, other mate Tone, he, he, he was a carpenter, he's gone into building. Like they're very switched on when it comes to like, business work being entrepreneurial you know that's real strengths are there so i'm not saying that they're um i'm not saying they're stupid because they've got strengths in other ways where people that are book smart don't have those skills and mm. they i i find a lot of people that maybe are book smart they don't sort of have the drive of of though of some of my mates because they sort of know that they're um they can rely on their uh their sort of like, they, like, well but they one of their big strengths they know is their work ethic so mm. um yeah, but I mean, in terms of writing a speech and, you know, doing that speech at a funeral, I just wouldn't be that confident in them writing a good piece. Also staying sober enough before <laughs> to do it, um, you know, I don't know if they would do, if they would be able to put their emotions and how they felt about me and actually express it on paper. Mm. Whereas I feel like you as a stand-up comedian, as a writer, I feel like you would... Um, 
you stand, you know, stand a good chance of doing it. I feel there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of resentment you hold towards me, you know, about <laughs> sort of the your mum jokes that I make and stuff like that. So that might that might come out in the eulogy. I reckon, yeah, I reckon I could write a couple of lines about you that that you would uh, you'd appreciate if you were around to hear them. Yeah. What would I say? Well, I tell you what, one of my one, I tell you what, one of my mates would say with my eulogy. They go. Um, so obviously, um, Josh's family have asked me to prepare a few lines, um, but I sniffed them all before I come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it would, it would either go one or two ways. Otherwise people would go, oh, come, let's just have a laugh. Or, mm. you know, my mum would be crying in the front row. Yeah. I like the idea of like the whole Irish wake thing, you know, where people, it's like a real celebration and like people just get pissed and have a dance. Does, does, I think everyone does that at a funeral now, you know. Yeah, I would like to think so more. So I, I think maybe not so much in Italian culture. Do they not? They like to they like to grieve. They like to properly. Really? You know, like really they like grieve. to milk it. I think that's like a lot of like. Mate, like, that that is actually quite representative of how sort of Italians play football. You know, like if they get fouled, <laughs> they're rolling around on the floor, pretending to cry, pretending to cry, <laughs> and that I can see that's that's part of your culture, isn't it? You know. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I, obviously, look. You know, you're going to be upset when someone dies, but I don't like the what, like the wallowing. I, I like the idea that you you celebrate that person's life. Yeah. You know? So go on. What would you say on my eulogy? What would I say at your eulogy? Uh, I'd probably say, you know, um, he died doing what he loves. You know, sniffing loads of gear. <laughs> And masturbating whilst having a belt around his neck. Uh, I'd, I'd have some kind words for you. It's hard. This is the the sad fact about life, isn't it? Is that you don't say to the people that you you like and love uh, how you feel about them. I would say I'm the opposite. Actually, I always tell people how grateful I am for them. Yeah, I've... I would say as much as I take the piss out of you, mm. I'm always very complimentary about all your qualities and what a good friend I think you are to me. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I would but say I mean, so. I, I sort of, maybe I say that to give myself license to then, you know, to then, you know, banter you more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's, look, I but think. But I, I, I've, majority of people that are around me and are close to, I always, I always tell them how I feel about them. Yeah. I, I've always, you know, I'm a very affectionate person and um, I think you've got, to let, you've got to let people know, you know. Yeah, no, you do. I think it's, uh, I think it's hard for men in particular. I think a lot of men sort of just, Keep stuff bottled up inside, don't they? Yeah, it makes a bit gay, isn't it? <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke, guys. Um, but yeah. Uh, and I reckon you're the sort of person you are. I think you kind of have to get everything out, you know, get out, get everything out, <laughs> your, out your brain. Because, you know, there's only so much that can fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> So you need to really, you know, like uh, you need to really tell people how you feel and and, yeah. and stuff. Like that. And on that, actually, yeah, didn't you say uh, you were going to go and do an ADHD examination the other week? You, Josh messaged me. We were we were talking about something. He said, oh, "I'm just on my way to go and get an ADHD examination." How did it go? Um, well, so is is what it is, right? Um, they basically got the forms for me to complete this assessment at the doctor's and I've not gone and picked them up yet. But part of me has thought today 
I think that could be the test. That's the test, isn't That's it? That's the test. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, maybe if I give it a couple more weeks and I've not <laughs> gone and picked up well, the phone. They'll just ring you up and go, yeah, it's positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll call me up and go, yeah, you got it, mate. Yeah, you've but you've passed the test. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it will entail. I mean, um, I think a few people recently have said, you know, be surprised maybe if you if you didn't have, uh, you know, didn't have it to be honest. You know, a few people close to me. So, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to get my head around really because um, it just sounds like a bit like a made up thing, like ADHD. To, to be honest, like, and I had teachers say it to me when I was when I was younger. Um, and it's just like like go away. You, you know should have I mean? you should have done it when you were a teenager because you could have got free laptop. Oh really? You get an extra hour in your exams or something like that. Really? Yeah, they 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 sort of really make sure that. Well, I'm, def- I'm not definitely got it. I'm just I'm just getting assessed for it, you know. Well, we're here now. Okay. Might as well. I've got I've got the internet. Right. So, uh, you know, we might as well do a little run run a little test now and see. Okay. I mean, how legit is is this test? Well. It's- it's off Google, so it must be pretty, you know. Yeah. must be legit. Pass, but... pass the test. Um, so I'm going to ask you uh, a few things, maybe put you in a few scenarios. I, I, I think first what we'll do is we'll just check check the symptoms, really, of ADHD. Um, yep. So uh, having a short... Uh, so the first one, this is from the NHS website, so this is fully legitimate. Having a short attention span and being easily distracted. <laughs> what one was that? Sorry. <laughs> Did you say a short attention span? Is that what you said? This is a bit. This is actually. Is that what you said? This a bit. I was just vaping. <laughs> Go on. What was that one? So let's take this seriously. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Trying to find out what's fucking wrong with you. <laughs> Stop fucking vaping. <laughs> Stop blowing it in my face as well. God, God. Excessive physical movement. Uh, well, I do a lot of running. Excessive talking. I do a lot of talking. <laughs> Being unable to wait their turn. <laughs> you are dying to a lot, yeah. Acting uh, without thinking. Um, I've done in the past. I'll sound better at that now. Interrupting conversations. <laughs> Well, as you tell me, apparently I'll do that, yeah. Little or no sense of danger? Uh, I like, I like, I sometimes I put myself in dangerous situations because mm. I, I sort of get a kick out. I think that's why I do stand up a little bit. I like the buzz, you know, of like yeah. being in a lion's den sort of thing. But, you know, not, I mean, well, I've been to some f- fucking pretty, I've been in some grave situations before, like, where I'm just like, oh, I've ended up here, you know, with certain people thinking, oh, I'm I'm well out of place here, mm. you know, I shouldn't really be around these a people. I'm, I'm a knight, you know. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, you know, just sometimes you're like, how have I sort of ended up here? Like, give us an example. Come on, paint a picture for the audience. Um, without going into too much detail, I can remember once I used to have this mate. His, his uncle was. It was like a villain, really. He went to this like MMA thing, but uh, like thingy, um, at the Brentwood Centre, and then we ended up back in in Romford in a club called the Brickyard, I think it's called. And um, yeah, just surrounded by all these sort of people, and it was like they were all like villains, and I was just a bit out of my depth. And I've I've I've, I've had a 
yeah, I've been in sketchy situations before, but I wouldn't say that's a regular thing. And that happened more when I was younger, mm. I think. Um, I would say I'm a lot more scared of, you know, danger now. And um, Having a kid's calmed you down. Yeah, I think so. But um, yeah, I've been in some ropey situations, but who hasn't? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we can all recall times where, you know, unless you live a really sheltered life, you just you just do, don't you? But not all the time. I think you do have a lot of symptoms, but I don't necessarily think, I do kind of feel like ADHD maybe is one of those where a lot of people feel like they've got it um, because the symptoms are quite, I think especially in today's world, you're so consumed by like your attention is taken up by something all the time and social media all the time. We're glued to our phones. We all need to sort of fill our time with something. There's less moments of just sort of like actual kind of quiet and peace. Yeah. So I think that sort of, I think we're kind of like one, I mean, one of the symptoms. Did I pass the test? That was just a symptom. Oh, okay. So, so I was just checking the symptoms. Cool. Let's, let's crack on with the test. Let's do the test. Might actually be a fucking test that I, I passed for once. So here we go. Uh, I find it difficult finishing a task or project. Never really, sometimes, often, very often. Uh, often. I find it difficult to organise myself or a task. Middle one. What's that one? Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I find it difficult to remember appointments. Uh... Uh, often but uh, I mean that's what like uh, Google Diaries for and I've got Google Diary if a task or project requires did you just click often without yeah. me getting in <laughs> do you want to go back you just answer it no it's cool it's alright go back sometimes uh, if a task or project uh, requires a lot of thought I will often delay in getting it started yeah very often uh, I find it difficult to sit still and often fidget or squirm. Very often. I would describe myself as being on the go and feel compelled to do things as if driven by a motor. Uh, say that again? I would describe myself as being on the go and feel compelled to do things as if driven by a motor. Yeah, yeah like always on the go. Mm. Yeah, very often. I find it hard to remain focused in group settings. Often. My mind feels very cluttered and it's hard for me to concentrate on one thing at a very time. Very often. <laughs> Just like sighing at the question before I've even finished. Didn't even let you finish, did I? Uh, I make decisions quickly and, fall, and fail to think through the consequences. Uh, sometimes. I am often irritable with a short fuse. Um, rarely. I have mood swings, sometimes feeling quite high, oftentimes low. Very often. Yeah. I often miss what is being said to me in conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to ask me that one, do you? Yeah. Let's have a little look. Um, you are likely to be suffering with <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, we've not really answered there. But I mean, it's not a definite yes, is it? Yeah. But it's a, it's a like, yeah. well, we'll see when the You're attest- in the high probability category. Okay. It says. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, it's, it's, the high probability is 29 to 48. You're a 37. So, you're up there. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, you know, what do they do for someone with ADHD as an adult, though? What do they... Don't know. Put them more... down, probably. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably put me out of my misery, to be honest. <laughs> I've not got enough arsehole to do it myself. So, um, yeah, just need someone to make that decision for me. 
Uh, you know, I imagine you going into the doctors with like a like a bingo card, but with just different mental health things on there. Yeah, and they just stamp another one. And they go, yeah, you go. Yeah, like they're those cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe you get a free assisted suicide after <laughs> if you get six. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass when I do eventually jump off a bridge, didn't it? I really hope it does. I, I hope it. Yeah, it's a morbid episode. No, guys, this, yeah. joking aside, I, I'm in. I'm in a good place. <laughs> I am in a good place. So. A bit of a morbid episode. Yeah, very, very. <laughs> yeah, look, I think, I think maybe go and fill the form out. I'm, yeah. I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm not. I know I'm not a You're doctor. Not. I know I look like I could be a doctor. Mm, you Jewish doctor. Like. I look like I could be a Jewish doctor. But whack a lab coat on me. No, you, know? you look. No? You, you look like you work in a burger van. A burger van. <laughs> yeah. In fact, have you seen the geezer that works up the creek? He does the food. The, not the tall one. No, not the tall one. He's the, he's the manager. Mm. Um, there's a geezer that works there. Um, uh, the food up the creek comedy club where I perform regularly. Apparently it's really good, yeah. It is absolutely fantastic. They do so like cooked chicken, pitta. It's lovely. And he calls me Smiler. He goes, you right, Smiler? Mm. And I couldn't understand what he was calling me at first. I was thinking, has he got my name wrong? Because my name's like Simon or something. Do you know what I mean? But he's like, no, you're right, Smiler. I was like, oh, okay. So maybe I'm smiley, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you look like him. He's got glasses and Mate, I, I think he's, I, I think he might be Greek. I look like every fucking foreign guy with a beard and glasses. Yeah, you do. I, ju- I just do. But the next time you go there, check him out. We were at the airport, me and my missus, when we went out to, to Morton for this wedding and a guy walked past me, popped past us. But the fucking spit at me and she just looked at him and looked at me and she started laughing. She was like, he looks more like you than you do. Really? Um, but that happens to me. I get messages every like couple of weeks yeah. from someone seeing this geezer on tube looks like you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got that too. look. You look like a David Bedil. Generically, yeah, I've had that. Yeah. Gen- generically foreign face. That's what I've got. Yeah. And if you want to hear more bits like that, uh, come and watch me live do, do stand up. I've got 10 minutes on it. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, look, you know, we 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 have a lot of fun on this podcast, don't we? I think we do. Yeah. Uh, Mainly I, at both our expense. Yeah. Um, but you this, think it's, it's not one-sided, is it? I think We it's take out the piss at each other, I think, equally. Yeah, I'd say so. But I was thinking maybe... Because more of your family listens to this podcast than my family. I do. Actually. Yeah, no one in my family gives a fuck. Really? But your family will listen to it. Yeah, my sister, brother-in-law, yeah. my mum. Yeah. 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 Um, I think they listen to it more for you than they do for me. No, I think it's it's more you, mate, to be honest. But um, maybe just leave it there, right? We'll get where you're going with it. (laughs) If you're new to the podcast, there is a running joke on the podcast that uh, Josh makes a lot of mum jokes at my expense. Bearing in mind, Josh's mum does follow me on Instagram. She's Don't unfollowed you, up. I think. She hasn't unfollowed me. Mate, I think she has. No, she hasn't unfollowed I me. Just, I went on Instagram the other day because I wanted to look at her followers. Because she's, my mum is like little Mo out of EastEnders, like really worrying. I think she's been listening. She thinks, oh no, oh, oh, should I not be following him? And I reckon she's unfollowed you off the back of that. No, she hasn't unfollowed me. She has she not? not? She better not have unfollowed me. Oh, mate, I think she has. I'll be fuming if she is. And she wouldn't have done but, that out of like a, a dislike for you. She would have done that. She would have thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't be following him then. No, she, she don't really get how social media works. But have a look. Have what, a look. what does your mum like to be called? Jan? Jan, yeah. Yeah? Jan, if you're listening, uh, like, look, don't don't let Josh get in 
between us, but you can follow me. It's not an issue, you yeah. know. Like, don't feel embarrassed or anything, you know. I'm Have a look. <laughs> Following. She does. Oh, follow, she does she follow does. me. <laughs> oh, I was convinced she didn't. Cheers, Jan. Um, yeah, I knew. You oh, mate. What? Shall I follow her back? This is I haven't followed her back. I feel this bad. This is just classic. Oh, oh. I'm going to follow her back. There we go. I've requested. She's only got 29 followers. 30 now. Hold on. Um, do you know what's classic? Do you know who else she follows? Rishi Sunak. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. She, <laughs> she, only follows, she only follows about 27 people. Me and Rishi Sunak. Well, let's, go, let's go through them. So... It's UTC, my, my management. She follows Sean Wall. She follows my brother-in-law, sister, my cousin, Laura, Tom Skinner, uh, our family friend, Rob, um, our little, um, uh, little, um, my cousin's daughter, um, my brother's missus, my cousin, Georgina Rodriguez. Who's that? No idea, mate. Nah, let's have a look. Oh, I think that's, that's Cristiano Ronaldo's missus. <laughs> And then she follows Cristiano Ronaldo. She's obviously been watching their reality <laughs> thing on Netflix, right? What a dinner party The that Monty is. Don. Who's the Monty Don? Monty Don, the gardener. The gardener. Yeah. She's following him. Oh, she's following Rishi. Monty Don's a bit of like, you know, middle-aged woman. He's a bit of a bit of a salt for... Uh, she's following the prince and princess of Wales. <laughs> so Will and Kate. She just loves it, mate. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Maxi. Who's Charlie Maxi? Grab, no grubby artist. Uh, and she's following Clarence House or something to do with the Royals as well. Yeah, so yeah. you can get a feel of, yeah. you know what I mean? My mum just loves she it. She likes the Royals. Yeah, she's just like, she, my mum is just Brexit. She likes the Royals. Well, apart from me, I'm I'm sort of balancing it all yeah. a little bit. She likes the Royals, Ronaldo, me and Monty Don. That is a, yeah. that is a good dinner she's party. She's just a typical, you know... Well, if you're listening, Jan, thanks. I appreciate the fire. And I followed you back now. So um, there we go. Love that. Obviously, we know we have, a, we have a lot of fun on this podcast. But, you know, I feel like we should have some sort of regular segment to sort of uh, maybe just discuss things that maybe get in our back up a little bit. Sort of like weekly wind-ups kind of thing. Things that have been like sort of winding you up recently. So is there anything that you want to sort of get off your chest, you know, anything that you've has, has been frustrating you or, you know... Even a little gripe, basically. Little peeve. Yeah, do you know what's a little little bit of a pet hate of mine? Is I had this geezer the other day. I won't say where, where I, I met him. But I went to him, what do you do, mate? He goes, well, actually, I'm, a, I'm an international DJ. I was like, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah. And went on his Instagram. He's just a DJ. But clearly his mates, right? They're promoters and now and again, they do a fucking night in Marbella or whatever. And mm. he's going around to call himself an international DJ. <laughs> and I mean, how many of these DJs call on their Instagram bios call themselves international DJ? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. a weird one, isn't it? It's like, I mean, I'm trying I, to give yourself more clout than you've actually got. But you think to yourself, but I, I don't know you are. So you're not really even, you know what I mean? Big in this county, really. <laughs> so you're not really fucking international, are you? Let's let's be honest. Anyone could be. You jump on the Eurostar and call yourself an international DJ if you go and you know. I mean, I I don't call myself an international comedian. Mm. I've I've gigged in fucking Wales, Scotland, everywhere. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I mean, that's, that's still still the UK, America. 
Gigs in America? No, I've not gigged in America. But I've gigged it, in America. I okay. don't call myself an international well, comedian. But that's it. There we go. If you was a DJ, and you were, you'd go international DJ in your bio. Mm, yeah. You know? But it's just like, you're not you're not fooling anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's a clout chase, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's you know, you have to present yourself. It's, uh, what do they say? Dress for the job you want, not the one that you got. Yeah. It's, it's, it's stuff like that, isn't it? It's a sort of manifestation. I think it's cooler as a DJ if you're just like a bit, bit more low key with it. Yeah. You know what the, I mean? If, you, if you're DJs, going with the Instagram yeah. bio, I'm an international DJ and like, or you're getting, you're getting the videos where like, you're like, yeah, wait for the drop. And then you do the drop and then you're like there. And then you're paying into the crowd as if they're there for you. They're not there for you really, are they? You're just one of the DJs that's playing yeah. on a promotion at a night they've gone to. Yeah. All my favorite DJs are quite understated with what they do. They just, they're they love the music and that's it. People like Scream, people like, uh, you know, Seth Trox, like people like that when I was, you know, big into my house music or whatever they were sort of like just enjoying themselves but then you see someone like but they're at a sort of level where they've not got to do any of that but what i'm saying is you got other djs other international djs for example like steve ioki he's chucking cakes at people you know so it's just like and he's just it's all about it's more of a kind of show kind of thing you sort of think it's a bit a little bit muggy in it like you know you're sort of making it more about you than about the music. It's got to be about the music, first and foremost. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, yeah, DJ's a funny one. It's sort of like, so there is that culture, isn't there, of like, DJ sort of making out like they're international artists when really, you know, they just do a Friday night down fucking Romford or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? DJ Terry. Yeah. On, on the ones and twos. No, but they have like a DJ, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. know a, a you DJ mean. name and then... They're like, you know, giving the heart signs to the crowd like this. And then like, everyone's just fucking like, mate, put your fucking hands down, mate. I just want to get on the pills, man. Stop. And they're all like there. They've got some video and I'm like, yeah. 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 And then they're clapping. Like, I don't think you can call yourself an international DJ if you take requests. Well, what I would say is I don't think you can call yourself an international DJ if people don't even really know you in your local area. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a fair comment. Yeah. You can't even call yourself a regional DJ. You know. Just, just DJ. I know you paid some geezers to get some press shots. Mm. You know? Yeah. Well, well, I've got one this week as well. Uh, something that's annoyed me. Similar, actually. Music. It's music-based. And I don't know if you've seen the new John Lewis advert. Well, no, not, I've not, not seen it. They're out, usually good, though, aren't they? been out for a couple of weeks now. But it's all in, in aid of a good cause. It's quite a good advert. It's quite nice. But they do this thing on these adverts and that I fucking hate. And it's where they do a cover of a song and they do it in kind of like a ballady kind of style. And this time they've done uh, a Blink-182 song, uh, All the Small Things. And they've done it in like a kind of croonery kind of style. So it's like, all the small things. Yeah. And it just gets under my skin so fucking much. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate this. It's been going on for years, this trend of just like, just sort of like popular songs from a completely different genre. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll make it an acoustic version or we'll do it like, yeah. they did it with Oasis and Lily Allen a few years ago. Yeah. They do like, like I get it kind of more with that, you know, cause it's kind of like sort of loosely similar genres, but Blink-182, like a sort of like pop punk band and you're trying to make it into a... And if you're going to do it with songs, like make it an interesting one, maybe like mm. the Yin Yang Twings, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, I'm going to beat that <laughs> pussy up. 
like be on be on be on be on be the pussy be the pussy where do you see my dick (laughs) where do you see my dick yeah bitch yeah that would be great (laughs) oh to the window (laughs) to the walls I got sweat dripping down my balls. Oh, ski, ski, oh, ski, ski, motherfuckers. Oh, ski, ski, ski. Have a lovely Christmas. My neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Bum, 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 dum, 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 dum. Yeah. <laughs> It just fucking winds me up. Hey, and sometimes my girlfriend's into so like she likes listens to like the odd cover on Spotify. She puts on like a like a Discover Weekly release radio, and she'll press like shuffle, and all of a sudden it'll be like a rap song or like a, an R and B song, and it's just like a fucking little pasty like. You was about to say little bitch. <laughs> it'll be some like little pasty white guy in a fedora with an acoustic guitar mm. doing a cover of like a Snoop Dogg song. And I'm like, I fucking ugh, hate it. It's not better than the original. That's what winds me up. Yeah. It's not like, if you're going to do a cover, it's got to be as good or better than the original. Mm. And they never are. Yeah. But I do like the sound of that. My neck, my back, uh, Christmas refix. That we've yeah. just done. That could my neck, <laughs> my back, my pussy and my crack. Stick it right up, my asshole. Yeah, I mean, it's got me in the Christmas spirit. That's those are those ones. So maybe we could do this on a weekly basis. You know, just yeah. What's pissing you off? Yeah, what's pissing you off? Or yeah, immigration. Supposed to stop when we vote for Brexit. What's going on? We'll try and keep it. We'll try and keep it to the small things. Yeah, let's get let's get Jim Davidson on and do these do these topics. What's bothering you, Jim? Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's us done, I think, for another one. Guys, thanks so much for listening again to another episode of That Just James Show. Um, just want to say thank you very much to Salvatore, as always, Big Sally. Um, if you can, rate it five stars on Spotify, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review, tell your friends, tell your family, put it on your Instagram stories, put it on your Facebook stories, get it out there because we are a DIY self-produced podcast we need all the help we can get um but we're absolutely loving we're loving doing it and um we get lots of great feedback from you guys and we just love checking in with you every week so um yeah give us a message um on on instagram any topics you want us to talk about and hopefully we'll put them in for for future shows but except from that take care and have a lovely week see you later